Hi there, welcome to Money Chats with Money Cats, where we're going to be talking about financial issues that are important to you, the University of Kentucky students. My name is Dean, and I'm here with my co-host Morgan, so let's talk money. Like Dean said, my name's Morgan. I'm a junior here at UK studying math and economics, and I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. My name is Dean. I'm a sophomore here at the University of Kentucky. I'm studying economics and political science, and I'm also from Louisville. But uh, the important thing here is we both work for UK Financial Wellness, which is an absolutely amazing service provided by the University of Kentucky. So as part of this department, we thought it'd be a good idea to start a podcast so we can discuss financial issues through this medium. And so we'll be posting podcasts every two weeks. So make sure to stay tuned in on Mondays. So our next one will be on the 17th. And so today we just kind of want to give you a brief overview of what our department does because we know not every student is available, is aware of our services on campus. So some of the services we provide are like one-on-one -on -one consultations so you can meet with one of our coordinators or even a money cat, so a peer. We can help connect students to scholarships and other funds that are available to them as college students. We can help you set up budgeting and just help you give you information on financial topics that you may want to learn more about. Yeah, you know, the, what I've found is if you are a University of Kentucky student, chances are at some point you've been worried about money. You've been worried about tuition, housing, uh, what you're going to eat tomorrow, ever, anything. Maybe even you're starting to think about buying stocks or setting up a 401k, something really cool like that. And we're here for you if you need something with that. Uh, you can contact us. We'll give you some great contact info later on. And uh, we're really excited to uh, get this opportunity to talk with you and communicate the UK Financial Wellness's great resources. And of course, one of those main resources that we push as Money Cats is iGrad, which is a free online resource for UK students. So normally you would have to pay for this, but as a UK student, you get access for free. So iGrad is amazing because it has a very useful scholarship search, so it can help you be aware of scholarships that you may have not known about before. So a lot of times we see that as an incoming freshman, you'll apply to a lot of scholarships, but a lot of people aren't aware that that's kind of like an ongoing process. So as you're sophomore, junior, even a senior, you can keep applying to those scholarships. And even if you spend a couple hours applying and it's $500-$1,000, it's definitely well worth your time. And there's plenty available and you can break it down based on like where you're from, what you're studying. There's scholarships available for limitless like demographic data and things like that. And I know I personally used iGrad to find scholarships. I've also used their uh, budgeting service, Morgan, which is phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Uh, it literally lays out everything you could possibly spend money on and it really just breaks down what your budget is going to look like for this upcoming month and I think that's something that everybody could use every now and then and it's much cheaper since UK is already paying for it much cheaper than any of those online apps that you can get that help you out with your budgeting. Yes, it's so nice to have everything all in one place and my personal favorite part about iGrad are the articles because it's a very reliable source and it can have articles on anything from how to start investing in stocks to saving for retirement to what you should be interested in as a college student in terms of your finances. So again, and there's also courses, so just like five, ten minutes and it'll just kind of step you through a very like simple information so it's not like you're taking an extra class or anything like that. But it's super useful if you want to learn more about financial topics in, a sh in like short little tidbits versus like 
being overwhelmed by mm -hmm. a whole textbook or something like that. And of course, iGrad is a big part of what we push at UK Financial Wellness, but uh, we are doing other things every day. Uh, we're having meetings, like Morgan said earlier, we're having meetings with students. Uh, we host lunch and learns. That's a, where you can go get free food and learn about your finances. So not only are you taking care of your finances by learning about more information, but you're also taking care of your finances because when else are you going to get to get free food? I don't know who else is giving out free food on this campus. I know the dining halls aren't. I know the restaurants aren't. But you know who is? UK Financial Wellness. And let me tell you, it's some good stuff. Yes, and so we'll have one coming up later this month, actually. And it'll be about scholarships. So kind of what I mentioned earlier about like maybe writing a, a general essay that you could use for a bunch of different scholarships as you like become upperclassmen and still making sure that ideas in your head of still applying for scholarships as a continuous process. And a quick shout out to our money cat friend Davis who's going to be running that. Uh, we know she's going to put on an amazing event and we can't wait for it and we think and we think y'all should uh, give it a look, give it a check out. Uh, so that's generally uh, Money Cats. Uh, you can contact us at uh, either moneycats at uky.edu. Uh, you can follow at money, UK Money Cats on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can even give us a call at 859-323-5241. And you know, we'd Morgan, I think we'd really like to hear uh, what you all want us to talk about. You know, like we said earlier, the pro point of this is for us to talk about the financial issues that are important to you, the UK students. And you know, we can obviously guess about that. We'll have some great podcasts coming up on uh, purchasing groceries, on finding scholarships, on setting a budget, so on and so forth. But really, if you all have any important topics that you want us to talk about, that you're a little bit worried about, we'd be happy to talk about those and give you the lowdown down on anything financial here at UK. Yeah, this podcast is for you guys as UK students, so we want to make it as useful and as applicable as absolutely possible. So we'll use our personal feedback, but we'd also love as much feedback as we could possibly get in terms of what you want to hear in future podcasts. And now, you know, a big part of what we do at Financial Wellness, sometimes uh, dealing with finances isn't what most of y'all think of as fun. I get the most of y'all uh, don't set budgets on iGrad for fun like I do. But we are going to try to make this a little bit fun. We're going to try to have a fun with a little fun with y'all. So today we're going to play a, a game called Money Habitudes. Morgan, you want to go ahead and introduce that? Yes. So Money Habitudes, basically, it's like a deck of cards and each of them has a different uh, basically description on or motivation on how you spend and your your habits on how you spend and so this is just an easy way and a more like casual and informal way to learn more about yourself as a spender and just your financial self in general and so there's a deck of cards probably with about 50 cards and so how you would play the full game is you would just read each one and you kind of divide it in three piles one that's not me at all one where it like sometimes applies to you and then one where it completely describes your habits. Mm -hmm. And so today, we're not gonna go through all 50 cards, don't worry. <laughs> we're just gonna go through six of them and just kind of, we're just gonna talk through them and our personal experiences. And so we're playing a shorter version today, but if you ever wanna play the whole version and just kind of learn more about yourself personally and get a more in-depth description of your financial personality, you can always come up to our office in Patterson Hall from 9 to 4, Monday through Friday. And, and, that, 
and that's room 302 Patterson Hall. That is room 302 Patterson Hall. Absolutely great office. Everybody there is so friendly, and we'd love to sit down and just hang out with y'all and play a game. So come on by. We're here for you. We're here to help you with anything financial or just to talk if you just want to come in and talk, you know? Yeah, we're all super nice and super approachable, so never feel... Because we know like finances can become pretty personal and people have a lot of issues with that. And so we just are as open and welcoming as possible. So you will never face any judgment from us. We're always just here to help you. Now, that being said, let's play some money habitudes, Morgan. Do you um, want to read out our first description? All right, yes. So this one is, I like to say yes to unexpected chances that sound good to me, whether that be a bargain, a new job, or a good time. So, Dean, what's your initial reaction to that one? Uh, ooh, it's a tough. It's definitely a tough one. You know, it's tempting. Uh, whenever you hear it, hear somebody say, "Oh, let's do this, let's do that." Uh, there's this new opportunity coming up. Uh, a lot of times, because it's so new and exciting, you really want to jump on it. And uh, for those of you who are playing at home, uh, definitely listen to these and consider how much each of these. Uh, pertains to you. Maybe think about which one most and least pertains to you if you're playing over at home. Yeah. So I would definitely agree with kind of what you said. It also kind of depends on the situation, mm -hmm. like depending what that bargain is, whether it's just like a shirt or whether it's a new car, you know, like mm -hmm. kind of got to gauge the situation with that one. Oh, yeah, you're definitely right, because maybe if there's a bargain on a new shirt, you know, a new shirt's a little bit cheaper than a new car. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little bit more likely to say, oh, wow, that's a really good deal. 50% off on that new shirt. I can afford that now. A uh, new car, though, even if I'm getting a bargain on it, I'm currently in a stage in my life where I hope to not be buying a car for a long time. <laughs> Got my uh, used 2003 Avalon. Oh. And I'm going to keep rolling with that. Oh, yeah, my 03 Honda Accord still chugging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it. All right, so let's move on to the next one. This one says, I keep track of my money. I know how much I have, how much is coming in, how much is going out. And I can personally say this is a lot more how I think. So I'm a big math person, so I like to just see the flat numbers. And I just like to know how much I have and what I'm spending on and what my income is and just how those balance out. And so I'm a big numbers person, so I like just seeing that every month. And that, I would imagine more that that would really help you when you're setting a budget, when you're trying to just deal with your money. Because if you know where everything is, then you already feel comfortable and confident in your spending. Oh, yes, 100%. And this is an easy way to keep track of it, rather than you being like, huh, where did my whole paycheck go this month? So at least having like a rough idea or just ideally keeping like records of that so you can see... If you do need to cut on your spending, what areas you need to cut in, whether that's going out to eat or going shopping and just things like that. All right. So what's our next card? All right. Our next one is I think things will work out, so I don't worry about money. You know, I'm going to be honest. Uh, sometimes I wish I was a little bit more like this where I'm a little bit more confident that things are going to work out, a little bit more carefree maybe. But uh is not it's not me definitely is not me uh, i worry about money a decent amount probably more than you know because every now and then you just want to be able to be carefree and have a little bit of fun and believe that everything's going to work out but uh definitely not my uh money habitude yeah this definitely isn't my number one either just because i lean a little bit more towards the last one in terms of keeping track of my spending 
But like you said, like this mindset can be helpful a lot in terms of just living in the moment and enjoying every opportunity that comes to you. And also don't feel like if this is your number one, that like that's bad by any means, just because if Dean and I think a little bit differently, that's 100% okay. That's what this game is for, is to see our differences in how we approach finances. And then that can help us approach like different issues you may have and how we can improve. For sure. So our next one is, I like being up to date. That might mean I have things like stylish clothes, the latest phone, a new car, or new gadgets. Now, for those of you who are listening in, just to describe, I'm currently wearing an old pair of jeans, a jacket I think I got sophomore year of high school. So just to be clear, um, I'm not exactly the most trendy guy. Not exactly the uh, uh, fashionista walking in with uh, brands from Italy or I don't know what y'all wear. Not wearing couture on the daily. Not wearing couture on the daily, no. No, how about you, Morgan? I know you uh, you can wear some nicer stuff every now and then. Yeah, with this one, I think I have like a nice balance, or at least I like to think I have a nice balance. When it comes to new gadgets, not so much. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep my phone until it absolutely breaks down just because Apple comes out with a new iPhone. I'm not one to be waiting out line out in line before it's released. But I do like new things. Like right now I'm wearing shoes that I bought this past weekend. Ooh, which nice. weren't really necessary, but you know, I decided mm-hmm. I've been working hard and I needed to treat myself. And I think that's not a bad mindset to have, as long as it's oh, in moderation. No, not at all. Every now and then you do have to treat yourself. Because otherwise, if you're just living completely focused on money all the time, what do you, what are you earning it for? You know, what is the point? But and then, but like you said, you've got to find a balance where uh, you don't want to be treating yourself with every little thing that you see. But every now and then, it's nice. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And to use it as a reward rather than just something you do daily to where it's not even like a special or a treat anymore to buy yourself something new. All right, so we're moving on to the fifth one. This is I stop and think about my choices before I spend my money. So with this one, I think this is this heavily applies to me just because I am pretty cautious about how I do spend. So whenever I do like, going back to the last one about like treating myself, I still think about its impact on like my overall monthly budget and if I need to like may give up in another area in order to be able to afford a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely the same way, you know, I think, you know, you've got to think, okay, I'm buying this. Is it going to be worth it? And a lot of times it is. A lot of times something that maybe initially seems a little silly, maybe doesn't seem like it's a huge deal, Maybe in the end, a nice new pair of shoes can help you feel better, feel a little bit more confident. Uh, Maybe you're going to be going to the gym, getting swole. Uh, You know, you can do whatever you want with them. And I think that's always nice to have. But if you don't think you're going to get a lot of value from something, there's not a ton of reason to get that, in my opinion. Exactly. you got to think about the value that you're going to get from your things. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, our sixth and final one is I spend on others, but I don't spend money on myself. Hmm. This is an interesting one because I think, I don't know, because sometimes I do like to treat my friends and I'm more willing to spend money on them versus like spend money on myself for a certain item. Yeah, um, I'm definitely a little bit similar where um, if I'm spending money... uh, on myself, I kind of question it. But then if my friends ask me, 
you know, sometimes it's a little bit harder to deal with that uh, pressure of saying like no to my friends or whatever. Uh, that can be difficult. But I think it's definitely something um, that we all deal with, where we all have friends. We all want to have a good time whenever we go out or whatever. And so that's something you always have to consider. So uh, for those of y'all who have been playing along at home, who've been listening to the statements, definitely start thinking about what uh, statement is your uh, most like you and least like you. Morgan, if you want to read through all six of those one more time, then we'll talk about what each all six of those mean. Okay, so our first one was, I like to say yes to unexpected chances that sound good to me, whether that be a bargain, a new job, or a good time. So that was our first one. Then our second one was, I keep track of my money. I know how much I have, how much is coming in, and how much is going out. Our third one was, I think things will work out so I don't worry about money. Fourth one was, I like being up to date. That might mean I have things like stylish clothes, the latest phone, a new car, or new gadgets. Our fifth one was, I stop and think about my choices before I spend my money. And our sixth and final one was, I spend on others but I don't spend money on myself. So we'll give you just a minute to think about that. And whenever you're thinking about it, like if there's two that you strongly identify with, we're going to read through all of them. So maybe you could have like a top two. So don't feel like you need to restrict yourself to one. The whole purpose of this is just to get you thinking about your decisions and your habits when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And we don't want to put anybody into a box. We don't want to say that your purchases are valid or invalid because honestly every different things are going to be important to different people what we're here for is to help you get what's important to you and make strong financial decisions so with that being said i think we've uh got a had about a minute for everybody to think so uh let's read the statements and what uh spending type they correspond with what is your money habitude. So if you pick the first one as your the one you most strongly identify with, I like to say yes to unexpected chances that sound good to me, whether it be a bargain, new job, or good time. That trait is spontaneous. So this just kind of means that you are more open-minded and maybe a little bit more impulsive. So you like enjoying adventures that are unexpected. You like to be able to quickly respond to different opportunities without like contemplating them too much. And some of the challenges that come along with this is that you like maybe often owe money to other people and you may spend even when you don't have the money. And this could also lead to things like debt. So each one of these comes with some positive attributes and then some negative, like more consequences. So as mm -hmm. we go on. Definitely. And uh, you know, a lot of times people will come in and play this game and they'll get spontaneous and they'll almost feel bad because they're, you know, in the UK financial wellness office. But like we've been saying, if you are spontaneous, if that's you, then we, we can definitely work around that and we can work with you uh, and keep that spontaneity, keep that love of life and love of spontaneous spur of the moment decisions. So we'll move on to the next one. This is the one where it said, I keep track of my money. I know how much I have, how much is coming in and going out. And that's associated with security. So with this one, money helps you feel safe, secure, and in control. So this means you are prepared. You're often cheap. So some advantages would be like you have a budget, financial goals, and savings. You shop wisely, and you like to take care of your things so they last longer. Some challenges is you save so much that there's no money for today's wants and needs. 
Often you buy based on price when it really isn't what you wanted the most. And so again, you might think, oh, this is exactly what UK Financial Wellness would support and be enforcing. And we do support that you like keep track of your budget and things, but we don't want you to not live your life to the fullest just so you can save more money. That makes sense. We help you find the balance. Yeah, and uh, I think you mentioned, Morgan, that this is definitely your type. Uh, so you can definitely speak to that there are a lot of positives and negatives with both a security, spontane spontaneous, and every other type of habitude. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And one isn't necessarily better than the other. Oh, and, for sure. And we're often a combination of multiple of them. So we'll move on to the next one. I like being up to date. That might mean I have things like stylish clothes, latest phone, new car, new gadgets. And this one is associated with status. So this just means that money can help you present a positive image. So some advantages may be that you present a strong first impression, you make a lot of donations, you give expensive gifts, and you're attentive to what is important to other people. Uh, some challenges would be that you like maybe feel stressed to keep up with other people, and maybe you don't have any money saved for some unexpected things that might occur. So for all y'all people out there who are, you know, buying Gucci belts and, uh, I don't know, other fancy stuff, uh, <laughs> caviar and all that, uh, then you might be status. And that's definitely something that uh, a lot of people enjoy and a lot of people appreciate having the finer things in life. And that's something that UK Financial Wellness can definitely help you out with. Yes, definitely. So our next one is, I think things will work out so I don't worry about money. And this is associated with being carefree. So if you're this one, like money isn't so much a priority, just kind of let life happen and money will maybe fall second to certain events in life. So often you're easygoing and you're more flexible. So some advantages would be that you're optimistic and that you can like jump and take advantage of new opportunities and you can like adapt easily to different situations. Some of the challenges are um, maybe you like lack the skills and information to feel confident. You may be unable to support yourself uh, if the person's providing for you can't anymore. Yeah, uh, that's, and I think a lot of college students, at least at some stage in their life, are carefree. And I know I've been at times, uh, that's described me, just because college is a new and exciting time. You know, you're getting all these new opportunities and you just don't want to think about the consequences, you know? Um, and that goes into uh, spontaneity as well. Uh, and I think, but I think a good thing during college is that you do get to almost discover your spending type and try a different couple of uh, ways of spending money and see what works best for you. Yeah, and often like when you're in high school, sometimes your parents would financially support you more so you were able to be carefree knowing that Maybe you'd be able to fall mm -hmm. back on them. But sometimes whenever people make that transition to college, that isn't really the case anymore. So we can help you with that transition and being more, being like held more responsible for your financial decisions. Oh, for sure. For sure. And then our fifth one was I spend on others, but I don't spend money on myself. And this is associated with being giving. So money helps you feel good by giving to other people. So this, some like advantages of this may be that you generously give to other people or causes and you're often appreciated for being thoughtful and you have strong values and convictions. And some of the challenges associated with this may be that you're disappointed if those gifts aren't appreciated or as appreciated as you'd hope. You could be intolerant of people who have different lifestyles, so maybe intolerant of people who aren't as giving as you are. 
And this may also generate an unrealistic expectation that others will give back when you need help, but that may not always be the case. Mm -hmm. I think uh, one trap uh, that a lot of people fall into, I know I fall into myself, is where you almost expect people to have the same exact money habitude as yourself. And uh, I know giving falls into that, but I fall into that as well. And I'm not quite as giving as some of the other money habitudes. But uh, where you, you're confused, I know, or I'll get confused because somebody else isn't spending money the same way I would or th I think somebody else would. But what we've got to remember is it takes all kinds uh, and everybody coming together and accepting their money habitude and really learning to work with that and us all striving to be financially well is what we're going for here. Yes, and when it comes to that, sometimes compromise could be very valuable just because if you somebody who's a little bit more spontaneous but you're maybe more of the security type or mm -hmm. you like to plan more, then maybe you may need to compromise and maybe not go out twice a weekend. You know, but that spontaneous friend wants to go out all the time. But you're thinking more about the financial repercussions of that. So maybe just talking through with that and be like, hey, maybe we go out once a weekend or maybe every other weekend or maybe stay in and cook a nice dinner or something like that can definitely help you in the long run. Those little changes and modifications can make a big difference. For sure, for sure. All right, Morgan, hit us with our last card. All right, this one was, I stop and think about my choices before I spend my money. And this one is associated with planning. So this one is money helps you achieve your goals. So often you're responsible, driven, and maybe a little bit more conservative. So some advantages that you can set and accomplish goals. Um, you can make intentional money decisions based on values and long-term outcomes. So this one basically you think about how your financial decisions are gonna help you in your goals in the long run. So some challenges is that you may feel pressured to spend in ways that don't fit your budget or values or that won't help you accomplish your goals. You may find it hard to respond to new opportunities if it doesn't fit in with your plan, so you're maybe less adaptable in that mm -hmm. sense. And I know I personally am a huge planner, definitely planning type, and uh, it does come with uh, some of those drawbacks that Morgan was mentioning, uh, where you're a little bit less able to be spontaneous, and sometimes dealing with different money habitudes is a little bit more difficult for me personally, but I know it's an important thing. Yeah, do. for sure. I definitely try and be more spontaneous because sometimes I do feel like I miss out on opportunities because I'm too worried of if it's going to cost me 20 or 30 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. For sure. So uh, that is our money habitudes game. Like Morgan said earlier, that's really a shortened version of what we're trying to play as a whole. If you really want if you want to play the full game and really discover your money habitudes what that means for you uh, definitely come by our office we're in 302 Patterson Hall that's uh, not Patterson office tower we get a lot of people who mix that up uh, it's right by uh, Boyd and uh, Blazer and Jewel Hall uh, kind of in the middle of all those North Campus residence halls and it's a really good time uh, we're all like Morgan said earlier, we're all really relaxed. We're all wanting to help you out. And even if that's just sitting down and playing Money Habitudes with you, uh, we'd be more than happy to do that. Yes, 100%. We're always willing to talk and meet with you. You can just walk in, we can make an appointment, or we can just kind of casually talk about any concerns that you may have. 
So, uh, we're about to wrap up here. That's just about all we have today. But before we finish up, Morgan, do you want to go back over how they can get into contact with us to talk about potential future podcast ideas? Yes, of course. There are multiple ways that you can get in contact with us. If you're a big email person, and this is where all of our appointments go through. So if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one, this is the method that you would need to do that. It's moneycats at uky.edu. And so you would normally get a response within 24 hours if it's uh, business day. And so then we also have social media, of course. It's 2020. So we have a Twitter account and an Instagram account. So you can either tweet at us or send us a personal message with any ideas you may have or any questions because we can answer through that medium too. Also, if you just want to send us like memes or something, your best financial memes, we always appreciate a good laugh over at Financial Wellness. So if you just want to send us your best money jokes, uh, any money questions you might have, any comments you might have for us, we definitely appreciate anything you can send. So unfortunately, it looks as though that's all that we have for today. Uh, I've been Dean uh, with my co-host Morgan. I just want to thank you for listening to the inaugural episode of Money Chats with Money Cats. Don't forget to subscribe and leave your comments and money questions below or on Twitter, Instagram, via email, phone number. Again, uh, just to remind you, if you want to connect to UK Financial Wellness, you can stop by our office at 302 Patterson Hall, email moneycats at uky.edu, follow at ukmoneycats on Twitter or Instagram. Actually, strike that, Twitter and Instagram. Let's be real here. Or you can call 859-323-5241. And remember, y'all, money might not buy you happiness, but it sure can pay the tuition bill.